truly great is the fall, hey? I love it. If summer's got to be over, then fine. And now it's very pretty. Like, I was driving down Cook Street today. God, the colors and the trees is like unbelievable. Mm. I can't handle it. It's so beautiful. Yeah, and the leaves on the ground in the middle of the road. I love it. Yes, and the leaves blowing around. And blustery. Oh, Truly. T- today, it's a Friday right now when we're recording this, and uh, it is a windstorm happening. Yeah, is that so, hey? Yeah. I'll go on the water, I guess. It's really oh. particularly bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the wind. I love a bluster so badly. Oh, yeah. Storm um, it up. Well... Um, welcome to this week's pod. So a couple of things, I guess we should say. Number one, it's very short because we just were like so busy this week. You had to fill in for Jason Lamb after the election. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So you, we didn't do a show together this week. And then we also did like a big broadcast out and about. So we didn't get any good audio from that. But um, hey, how was it filling in? Like, I didn't really catch up with you. How was it reporting the news of the election? Oh, honestly, it was pretty, pretty fun and pretty easy um, because... You know, the election had already been done. If I was doing like the live election results as they were coming in, then that would be really challenging. But our lovely news person, Art Aronson, um, stayed extra late and like had all this content like ready for me to go in the morning. So I just cruised in there and everything was done. And um, yeah, it was it was pretty easy and fun and exciting. Did you see any messages coming in from people who like felt ways about things about the election? Honestly, not really. People were pretty just like, okay. Let's move on, because it's not too much of a change, I think, is the main thing, right? It's yeah, not like true. a big, drastic change for, for everyone in Canada. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of why owners were like, well, whatever, stays the same. We, yeah. We've been doing it for a few years now. We can we can do it for a little longer. I feel like um, in this part of the world, obviously, we're very like a left-leaning and NDP-heavy um, yeah. in this uh, on the island. And I think we all knew looking at the national polls, like, Jugmeet's not going to be our prime minister. Mm-hmm. We all, like, really fell in love with him towards the end there, you know, right? He was doing TikToks and that, and and there was the surge, the sing surge, but, like, we knew. Yeah. So. And, and, like, we, I mean, the island is pretty much one huge wave of orange and then a little bit of green sprinkled here and there. Yeah. Um, so it is nice that we did elect, you know, some orange NDP leaders sure. on the island. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't know what anyone's really upset about with this government, you know, like all the anger and all that. It's like we have the most chill working together. Everyone do your part. Get to get right. Like mm-hmm. nobody's got too much power. The guy who won is like so dead center of the political spectrum, but he doesn't have a ton of power anyway. So everyone's got to work together. Yeah. Right. It feels like that's isn't that kind of good. It feels like a big cooperative, actually. Almost. Yeah, it really does. Cool. Yeah, let's, let's see how it goes. Let's, how it let's goes. roll it out. Yeah, my guy didn't win either, but what are you going to do? The only thing I'm like a little bit um, concerned about is like, okay, are we going to actually get stuff done? Because right. are we all just going to be like, oh, maybe we should do this, and I'm trying to please this person, and da-da-da. It's like, okay, let's actually get some stuff done here. Yeah. Let's move forward. Yeah, I would feel like the only thing that was that like really is motivating right now is like climate stuff. Yes. You know, that's kind of, we're at a little bit of a tipping point there. That's why I'm like was so interested in voting the way I did too. Is mm-hmm. like, who's got a really good and comprehensive and like forward thinking climate thing, right? Like everything else is like, who cares? Yeah. We're at this point, we're all doing fine. We don't even need the government to do too much for us. But could you do something about this uh, catastrophe that's just ambling on down the road at us? Yes. That'd be nice. Yes. Um, also, right now is Halloween time. Yeah, are you Kate, excited? This one is a weird one. Hey, <laughs> I'm very like, I'm feeling very spread thin this Halloween. Usually I'm very good at like 
Yeah, honing in on my costume yeah. and like, because it's all on like one day is like the one day that you celebrate. But people are celebrating Friday night, this Friday, yeah. this Saturday, on Halloween itself, yeah. Thursday, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the next Friday and Saturday. Yeah. There's like five different days to celebrate this year. And you like that? I like that, but I'm not going to use my costume more than once. Oh. So I'm going to have half ass costumes yeah, and then one good costume, right? Yeah. See, this is what my argument when you were like, no, I love it. The whole week is spooky oh, now. See, this now is when I'm like, yeah, get spread too thin. I want you one right. day where it's like all, we just blow it up and we all wear our costumes. But now it's just like, oh, you're not wearing a costume today? Oh, no, I'll wear it, I guess, tomorrow or next, next weekend. Week. Or yeah. Your party is what, we- on the like All Souls Day, right? It's like yeah. a few days after. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know now, you know? Everyone's going to like half half the population out and about is going to be dressed up and then half isn't. Uh, I say it all the time. We need to change the day of Halloween. We need to change it to the last Friday in October. I think you're right. Just turn it to or that. Saturday. I say that and people lose their mind at me too. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because right, first you get it's like on a day for a reason, right? So. Well, I think, yeah. First you get like busybodies who are just like, no, no, don't change anything. Um, actually. Yeah. And then you get other people who are like, this is my belief system. I celebrate Samhain. It's like, okay, well, you can still do that. And then we'll do the trick-or-treating and the nonsense and the like the modern idiot. North American stupid dum-dum things. Like, we'll do that on a different day. And we'll mm-hmm. go and get drunk in a, you know, sexy slutty cat costume. <laughs> right? Like, we can Set do- off fireworks. That's <laughs> what we're trying to move here, not your yeah. deeply held ancient religious pagan beliefs. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do an intention-setting ceremony with you anytime. Sweet. Hey, you know what that reminds me of? No, what is that? Scorpio season. So we uh, we mentioned Scorpio season in this pod. This was a deep cut throwback for our greatest fans for when it was Leo season for your birthday. That's right. So can we actually play that? I'm going to insert that here. Okay. It's Leo season, baby. And guess what I am, Paul? A Leo. A flipping lion is what I am. Mm-hmm. Also, Mercury is in Gatorade. Mm-hmm. So that means I can't be tamed today oh. or until the rest of July. So, okay. hmm. Also, Lion King's out, too. That involves lions. I'm feeling fierce. Mm-hmm. Let's get going here. This is why you're in such a mood today? That's why I'm in a mood today, Paul. Okay. I'm on my period. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so now it's Scorpio season, which is my season, and uh, we had a lot of feedback about that intro. We did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, you opened the invitation for sex, so a lot of people texted in, or should I say sexted in, Yeah. here, Paul Plastino, Mr. Scorpion. <laughs> yeah. My fellow, scorp- my fellow horny-ass scorpions are just like, yeah, I'll fuck you, sure, let's yeah. go. Who would have thought if you said, I'm a sex maniac, so if you want to have sex with me, call me now, that people would actually come through. Yeah. What a wild world we live in. What a world. Um, um, so? <laughs> so I saw this amazing post on Instagram um, for Scorpio season. It says, calling all freaks. <laughs> the picture, by the way, is um, two people having sex on top of a zebra. <laughs> I'm serious. Calling all freaks, it's Scorpio season, baby. Mm. Okay. Uh, It's the most seductive, hypnotic, sexy time of the year. It's perfectly fitting that Scorpio season aligns with Halloween because you'll likely notice moods shifting to something deeper and more mystical. Oh, shit. Use this season to explore your desires and kinks. If not now, when? Tag a Scorpio. 
Tag a Scorpio. Do you tag some Scorpios? Um, I, no. Should I? <laughs> no. I, I thought I would have been like, people would accuse me of a sex crime to tag them in a picture of people fucking on top of a zebra. I almost tagged you and I was like, mm, that's well, an HR infraction. Yeah, no. Um, so that's what we're dealing with. Yeah, here. how are you Scorpio feeling about all that? Do you agree that you're feeling a little like frisky? Are you feeling wild? Like, what's the deal? No, quite the opposite. Really? I wish to be left alone and to play my video game. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, do you want it? Because my, I'm fucked up right now, Jen. My health and my life is fucked up due to a video game. Oh, no. Truly. Mm. I started playing Breath of the Wild. It's a Legend of Zelda game. I've always loved the the uh, Zelda series of games. Mm-hmm. I'm never really that good at it. They're pretty complicated. They take a lot of like puzzle solving and, and brain power. Mm-hmm. And usually I'm more of like a Super Mario guy. Jump, jump, jump over the turtle, squash the turtle, right? These are tough. These are like smart, brainy games. So I'm getting really good at it now. This is the biggest game ever built. The most intense game. Is it actually? Yeah. Wow. It's like the map of the game is like 60 by 90 square kilometers or something insane. Wow. Holy shit. It's fucking huge. And there's so many things to do in it. Yeah. Um, So anyways, I'm playing this game a lot and um, it gets to me where like I get home from work and then I like do my dinner and all that. And then it's like bedtime and I put it on in bed. That's where I play it. You know, when I go to bed at like 10 o'clock at night Mm -hmm. and two different times this week. I've played from bedtime straight through till morning time. Yeah. Like all night, no sleep. It's 630 in the morning. Maybe I should shut it off and get some rest. Holy macaroni, Paul. That's yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot of time to be sitting too. Yeah. On like, and yeah, I remember there was one day you're like, I went to sleep at 630. Yeah. And you got a call from Dylan in the morning show at 6.45 and you had just gone to sleep. Yeah. That is wild. Why don't you take that Legends of Zelda game or whatever Mm -hmm. and do it in real life? Just like trek 60 kilometers by 90 kilometers. Like (laughs) That would be a healthy thing. What's the size of Vancouver Island? It's probably similar. It's bigger than that. Is it? 60 by 90? Kilometers? Yeah, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah, much bigger. All right, well, I'll map out, like, what the kingdom of Hyrule would be like on Vancouver Island. Yeah. Maybe it's up to Duncan or who knows or whatever it is. And, yeah, I should just do that. I should just travel on foot or sometimes on a horse. And have a sword if you want. Oh, certainly. Yes. Yes. And there you go. Then you'll be healthy and you'll feel good. Except, (laughs) I don't know. I have to forage for things. (laughs) What? I don't. Uh, is you coming in to work after foraging all night at six thirty in the morning? <laughs> Can you imagine. What have you been doing, Paul? Yeah, I'm dirty. You're covered in dirt. You smell like bo, and you're bleeding. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got into a fight with a cougar, and my sword broke. Yeah, that's right. That's what you want. Um, okay, well, that's what's going on with me. What's going on in your life? Oh, my gosh. I just got sick. Well? I just got sick today, so my energy's low. Sorry about oh, that. Shit. I was so looking forward to not being sick. <laughs> Everyone around me is sick, though, so <laughs> I was expecting it. Um, and it's, yeah, right before Halloween, so I'm really upset about that because I got a party that I got to post and, you know, got to put some effort into my life in order to get the party ready. Right. Um, and uh, I I am uh, totally deserving of this cold, though. I've been treating myself terribly. Do you have two? I've been drinking a lot. Oh, boy, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, 
not a, like I don't go home and smash beers, but you know I go. I'm social a lot, right, so yeah, are, that yeah, comes yeah. with like a couple of beers here and there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been eating burgers a lot. <laughs> oh my god, I can't stop eating burgers. What? I don't. I don't know. I'm like really into carbs right now and sugar and like eating terribly and snacking and where you get the burgers from um so i've been doing this judging thing i judge these like battle of the bands contests in the west shore and i get a free meal and their burger is so good it's like deep fried chicken chipotle and then like deep fried fries on the side so i get a free meal and i'm like load it up gotta get my money's worth (laughs) i just make terrible choices wow and then other social events i've been going out to bars and getting the burger wow you know pub burgers are like hefty too oh they're like thousands of calories and i'm just putting it in my belly wow i'm still doing activities like boxing a lot yeah yeah yeah. but uh (laughs) you know the balance it's not exactly balanced right now i think i need to i need to watch what i'm doing a little bit better, you know? We're just flailing and failing <laughs> at Scorpio season. Truly, I didn't know that was going on for you. So yeah. we're supposed to be like our most mystical, our most mysterious and sexually de- mystical. Even Leos? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, everybody. everybody. Oh, Scorpio season affects everybody, I oh, think. Oh, so powerful. Especially Scorpios like me. But um, yes, yeah, very powerful. So, but instead of that, we're just eating a lot of burgers and staying up all night playing video games. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. What a I failure mean, in my race. Yeah. Well, um, enjoy a shorter pod this week, um, and thank you for that. Yeah, thank you for listening. I love you. Let's try and turn our mysticism around by next week. Okay? Yeah, next week is going to be friggin' great. Oh, yeah. there's going to be a Halloween special next week we should mention as well. Oh, yes. It's going to be really good. So we have a historian coming in. Yeah. Okay, actually, this is this is like a special tip for the podcast listener because yeah. we're not going to say this on the radio. Yeah, we're going to yeah. make it sound like it's like, oh, all of a sudden we want to go and do this. But no, we're planning this. We're going to be broadcasting from the Ross Bay Cemetery, one of the oldest cemeteries on Vancouver Island. And uh, we got a historian coming in. Yeah. She's going to be telling us all sorts of really cool, spooky history stories and mm-hmm. ghost stories about the cemetery. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it should be really fun. You really deserve all the credit for putting this together. Because, number one, it was your idea. And, number two, you have, like, pulled that historian and arranged everything and done all the work for it. So, thank you so much. It's amazing. But, like, why? okay, you just tell us about why. Why this inspiration? Why did you want to go to Ross Bay Cemetery? You just wanted to do a spooky thing for Halloween. Oh, yeah. It just lined up for you. just made sense. Yeah. I mean, like, you got to do something for Halloween. You can't just, <laughs> like, not do anything. Oh, yeah. And, uh... I love Ross Bay Cemetery. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite places to go just like hang out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to look at the gravestones and like then learn about each of the people. Mm-hmm. I think it's there's something really cool yeah. and mysterious about that. And we had had um, Kate Humble from the Ghostly Walks in before last year. Right. And she's an incredible storyteller. So um, yeah, it just like made sense that we'd bring her in to talk about all of these amazing people. Cause I don't know a lot about the history, but she sure does. Yeah. Yeah. So it just made sense. And then what a great thing to do for zoners to like come down to the cemetery on Halloween and say hi. And yeah. We'll give them candy. Yeah. It's great. It's going to be so good. So, um, I think that will wind up on the podcast as well. I should hope. So if you miss oh, yeah. it or you miss pieces of it on actual Halloween day, then please just come back to your favorite podcast, BJ party here. And we'll have it for you um, a few days later. You just ex- continue celebrating that extended, stupid, stretched out, spread thin Halloween. Oh, yeah. Well, that's next week. Enjoy this week. Thank you again. Tell your friends. 
election day, baby. The day has finally come. You need to get out there and vote. Andy, please do your civic duty and get out there and vote. Jug, meet up with your friends and vote if you need to. Elizabeth, may I have the day off work to go vote? It brings me sheer joy to vote. <laughs> this Justin. Justin? Yeah. You're the cool one if you vote. If someone says that you shouldn't vote, you should Maxime Bernier their house down. <laughs> Blood Quebec. Nah, that's a little too far. Mm. <laughs> Is that all of them? Um, I was going to make a communist pun, oh, but yeah. my right. brain is stalling. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, this morning I started my day by renewing my auto insurance, which is usually a pretty painless thing to yeah, do, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, except this time, it came with a bit of a price tag that I wasn't expecting. Um, so there's some new policy with ICBC, and um, they just changed things up a little bit. A lot of people see it as a positive thing. If you're a young person, maybe not so positive. You don't have a lot of driving experience. It means that you're going to be paying more. I've only been driving for eight years. Okay. I'm a young person. And uh, my insurance went up $25, which is like a 40, it was a 40% increase of what I was already paying, which was already a lot considering, you know, I am a relatively new driver. Um, Haven't had any crashes on my, on my history. Um, Very, yeah, just a clean driving record. No tickets, no crashes, nothing. Been driving clean for eight years and I was expecting it to maybe go down a little bit. Yeah. Um, but no, instead it went up. So if you are renewing your your um, insurance, just be prepared uh, that you might be paying a little bit more. It's definitely got me thinking about um, maybe I shouldn't be driving right now. Maybe I should be riding a bike instead. Shoot. Yeah, because that's a lot. Well, yeah, and I, I'm sure it's 20 bucks. Well, okay, so what happened here? Did they explain to you? It's like you're you're risky because you just happen to fall into a, a group of people that are riskier? Yeah. And so, they do that by age? So they have this thing called driver factor, and it represents the risk and reflects the combination of your experience and crash history. Mm-hmm. So because I don't have a lot of experience driving, my number is higher than people, and then they take that number to determine how much you're going to pay to insure your car. Can I go online and look myself up and find out what my number is? Yeah, and I then just is there like things out. I can do? Like, can I go to a golf go or go kart track over the weekends and do some practicing? <laughs> or like train up we, with like a stunt driver? How like, do we get that number higher? Yeah. We have to just wait. We have to like prove. I wish there was like a test you could take once a year. It'd be like, oh, you just got a few notches down on that number. Oh my god, I would crush that test. Right. So you can go to icbc.com and you can figure out your driver factor. It's really easy. I just um, put in some information, then they emailed it to me. You can also check out your entire history. My history is great, but yeah, young people will have to pay more, which is unfortunate because young people are already having the hardest time getting ahead when it comes to student loans, when it comes to the price affordability in Victoria, when it comes to eventually maybe one day wanting to buy a house. It's just like more and more difficult for us to do. So You know what I like to do when I'm on a road test is I adjust the mirror so that I see, just just real quick, adjust the mirror so I'm looking at the eyes of the tester and then I wink at him wink, and then I readjust it back. Does Works that, every time. Does that get your driver factor number oh, down? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
Listen to this wild news story right here in Victoria, Jen. Victoria Police investigating the Oakland's neighborhood after more than 30 reports of vehicles with slashed tires. It doesn't say here in the news if that was like all in one night, if just some person was very busy with their knife or machete or whatever in one night, or if it's like just been ongoing. But like, what the heck? I've always wondered why that you know when someone slashes a tire what do they get out of that it just seems so random is it just like i'm angry at the world so i'm gonna slash a tire just angry at tires in general well that's the thing it's usually a revenge thing right like yeah yeah, stole my boyfriend well guess what didn't like slash tires right it's like carrie underwood yes exactly you know take a louisville slugger to both headlights something like that exactly um you don't like the person maybe they just don't like everyone but this 30 reports, that's like a some men just want to watch the world burn thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, well, it's a good thing to report those sort of things. Exactly. Um, um, anyone with information. Yeah, that's right. Anyone with information is asked to contact Victoria Police. Please and thanks. What a bummer to wake up to that, too. Some big, interesting ideas coming out of uh, BC Ferries and the government right now. Okay, don't tease me. How serious is this really? Okay, it's not that serious yet. They're just ideas being thrown around. We know that usually means that years and years will go by before it becomes like actually serious. But they are considering adding another BC Ferries terminal, this time to Richmond, okay. which is interesting, right by the the airport there. Could you imagine that going from Swords Bay? To the airport, Richmond Airport. Right. I would really like that because oh I find God. when I go on the ferry, the worst part is if I don't have someone to pick me up on the other side. We're so lucky on this side of the ferry that we have that one direct bus right to downtown. Sure. It's not the case on the other side. No, it's right? like bus and then you get to the Sky Train. Sky and, you train and that's transfer. okay going, if you're going like from Victoria to Vancouver, it's not yeah. bad. But like on the way back, Ooh. if you miss the Sky Train and then your connection, you're connecting bus at like Bridgeport, yeah. you miss that, that's it. You're hooped. You got, go find a ditch to sleep in because you've missed your ferry for the rest of your life. Yeah, and it's a long bus ride too. So, but having- if we could get if there's a terminal like you say at Richmond, right at the airport, mm-hmm. that is a dream. Yeah, so they're they're taking it like pretty seriously into consideration. It's going to be on what is it called Iona Iona Island, which is yeah. immediately north of Sea Island in Richmond, and it's just yeah potential of just reducing crossing times to Vancouver Island while offering like yeah just like a better integrated hub for transportation. You got flights there. You've got you got buses there right from Richmond. You have the ferry now, too. Every means of transportation, which is pretty great to see. Because, like, in my wildest dreams, I thought, like, oh, extend that sky train out to the ferry. They would yeah, never do it. They, they would never do, do that. But holy smokes, mm-hmm. the terminal there. And I have to, I'd have to look at a map, too. But I bet you anything, you, the, the, uh, the Nanaimo ferry. Could also just as easily scoot to Richmond. Yeah, I could see that happening too. Oh my gosh. Um, They're saying that further details uh, will be released to the public next year. So right now it's just being tossed up a nice little volley and then hopefully (laughs) it just gets spiked down. Spike it, please. Yes. All right, you ready for a big election day remix? Mixtape. Oh, buddy. Is it all just a ton of just songs about voting and democracy? No. How many songs are there about voting and democracy? Oh, there's uh, Follow Me Down to the Old Polling Station by Jim <laughs> John McCree and the Feather Sisters. Oh, Jim John, I forgot. Oh, I yeah, Feather Sisters. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, a little disco track for us all today. Yes, yeah. yeah See if you right. slip that in, Brian, before the end of it. <laughs> Jason Momoa was on a TV show 
talking about how much you love Vancouver Island. God bless you, Jason Momoa. Yes, he's been spending a lot of time on Vancouver Island, hasn't he? Yeah. And Vancouver, too, just with movies that he's been in? or Yeah, what? well, he's going to be on this new show. It looks cheesy as hell, but it's uh, filmed on Vancouver Island, like up in Strathcona Park. It looks stunning with mm. scenery of it. They did such a phenomenal um, location scout job of finding a place that looks like untouched wild wilderness that happens to be right here on Vancouver Island. Yeah. So he's going to be on that show. It's going to be an Apple TV show, so you have to subscribe to Apple's thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he was talking about Canada Yeah. and then went specifically deep into Vancouver Island and how much he loves it. So this is what he had to say about us i always love canada i mean i, I feel like i'm always there and it's beautiful it's canadians are amazing and, yeah yeah canada's i mean it's beautiful and the people are really lovely and nice i've never spent as much time as i have on vancouver island but oh my god that place is like new zealand it was it's phenomenal. so beautiful those people are winning <laughs> everyone <laughs> every day vancouver winning. island is winning it's like there in newfoundland I'm like wow Wow, I feel so validated. A movie star said a nice thing about the place I live. <laughs> Finally, I'll get to sleep tonight. There's a lot in the news, but what's really important is... Uh, it's Scorpio season, baby! Yeah, we're yeah. ourselves a Scorpio. And guess what I am, Jen? A uh, scorpion. A uh, pinchy pokey scorpion. What does that mean for us? Um, number one, I'm a sex maniac, oh. so everyone who wants to have sex with me, come on over. Oh my god. It's sex time. <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde as well, starting on Halloween. So you're feeling wild? Uh, I'm pretty much Jack Skellington right now and oh. living my best true life. Oh no. I'm going to poke you and I'm going to pinch you. Okay. And I'm getting in a hot tub because of water signals. I feel uncomfortable about all of it. Well, it's Scorpio season, so get used to it. <laughs> well, you know what's happening for me? What? I'm on my period. Paul's been on about this hot air balloon extreme sport thing. Uh, yeah. All okay. Morning. So my new thing I'm obsessed with, isn't that? Okay. Skydiving is a pretty extreme as it is, right? Yeah. Like pretty wild where you just like – but you've seen a million skydive videos at this point. Usually if anyone you know is doing it, they're doing a tandem jump and they're strapped to the front of a different guy and is a professional. He's done 10 million jumps so he knows how when to pull the trigger, all that stuff. So now I'm watching – there's this thing where you go up in a hot air balloon and it seems pretty high up. Maybe not as high as you would in a plane. Hmm. But – by yourself with a backpack on or the uh, parachute, you just like swing. You like swing on a swing rope. You know, like you want to go to the lake and someone's oh, yeah. tied a rope to a tree and you just do a big long swing and then you let go and you drop into the lake. Yeah. You're doing that off the hot air balloon oh, no. up in the stratosphere. Oh, that's really terrifying. It is. And you see these videos and for some reason to just see someone just like be that up high, swing out and then just like let go ah! and then start plummeting. It's terrifying. Oh, my gosh. I'm obsessed with watching these videos now, though. It is <laughs> wild. Hot air balloons in general kind of freak me out. Yeah. The fact that there's just, like, yeah, hot air involved. And I was, like, feel like it's just going to burst into flames at any moment <laughs> anyway. So that's good that people are doing that. Good for them. They're Thanks like, for making videos so we can watch safely at the desk. Jumping out of this ground. plane is boring. What can we do next? <laughs> I know. A swing him a jig. So thank you to Emmett who texted in here. Apparently this thing I'm describing where skydivers like swing out from a hot air balloon and yeah. then just let go um, has been going on for a long time. I really like it. It looks fun. I just watched the video finally and I think I would prefer that actually. This, the thought of it was scary, but watching it happen, yeah. like if you were to jump out of a hot air balloon or a plane or something, I think I'd rather hold on to a rope and then let go.
Would you let go when you need to? Probably I think not, though. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Reel me up. Reel me up. Swinging back, <laughs> yeah. dangling. Yeah, that's great. And then and finally then you let crying. go, your grip strength lets give. I'm and... already panicked. I probably fainted at that point. Yeah, and then yeah, he pulls your, your parachute. Okay, maybe I'll just avoid it. Greta Thunberg is going over to Vancouver this this weekend right. uh, on the Friday, this Friday coming up, and she's going to be uh, doing a little talk at the Vancouver Art Gallery. It's at 11 a.m., and everyone was wondering, oh, is she going to come by Victoria as well? Is she going to take a little trip on the ferry? Well, there was this rumor going around that she had been invited, and... Is that Was that not the case? Yeah, so I guess Mayor Lisa Helps was told by someone that the reason that she wasn't going to come over, because she did invite her okay, personally invite her, yeah. to come, um, or on, on the internet to come by, and the reason why was because that someone said that she didn't want to take the ferry because R- of the emissions. Right. Um, which was actually just not true. Someone just completely made that up. Um, so maybe Lisa Helps was told that, and of course she was like, yeah, I guess it's the emissions. That's too bad. We we really want her to, to come by. She actually made an Instagram post. At Greta, Greta did. Oh. And she says, P.S., I didn't know anything about the invitation to Victoria, and I have definitely not declined it because of emissions from public transport, just so you know. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she says, I try to visit as many places as I can, but there's unfortunately just not enough time to visit everywhere. Right. So she decided to stay in Vancouver, which makes sense. Oh. Yeah. Uh, she should have rolled with the emissions. That was a better story. <laughs> so, I know it's, I'm sorry it was not true, but... Okay, well, you know, did, okay, this is what I found out yesterday because mm-hmm. I was just... I, I read that. The news was reporting yeah, that, so I reported it. Yeah, huge news sources. We're talking yeah. about the CBC. We're talking about the big... Huge news around the world. Sounded real. Yeah. Uh, so I so I reported it as well on the radio, and then I like wondered aloud. I was like, okay, if she won't come to here because of the ferry, how is she getting around the rest of the country? <laughs> like, this is an honest question, right? I was like, is she flying? She doesn't fly. She doesn't fly, she, and obviously can't be motoring around the car if this is your, you know, thing. So turns out she goes by Tesla. That's what I guessed. Okay. I was like, does she have a Tesla car? Yes, she does. Oh. Here's the thing. You Why? know where she got the Tesla from? Who? Arnold Schwarzenegger loaned it to her. What? Yeah. What a cool lady. I, I guess, yeah, after the UN thing, he was like, you're going to need a, a Tesla to get around the continent. You can borrow my Model 3. <laughs> so that's, that's why she has a Tesla to drive around the car. I thought she was just really fast at running or something. <laughs> <laughs> can I say a couple of things about this Wags it. First of all, can I say something? Yeah. Terrible hashtag. Brutal hashtag. I feel like you could have come up with something better, but continue. But yeah. Number one, to like compare it to Brexit, which has been proven for the last how many years now? Four years, two, three years? Complete nightmare and Mm -hmm. like just a monstrosity. Okay. We don't need one of those. It's major news all over the country today. Mm Mm-hmm. I understand why, right? Like you got a little vocal minority yelling and screaming about how they want to leave the country. But it is so stupid. It is such a stupid idea. It's just like a couple of days after the election, a bunch of crybaby nonsense online. Mm -hmm. And it's wild how many people are like picking up and running with it as if it might be something we should ever take seriously. It's not. It doesn't doesn't work for a million reasons. One really good reason is that like, oh – Hey, Alberta, you chap that you can't get oil through British Columbia, is that one of the reasons why you feel misunderstood and unheard? Well, okay, go be your own country and then try and get your oil through a different country that doesn't want it. 
that's not really going to happen. Yeah. I'm, so just dumb for a million reasons, and it's just crybaby nonsense. Um, if you're just hearing about this right now, you have no idea what... What is it? Wexit is. Um, so conservatives were elected across the board in all the ridings in Alberta and in um, Saskatchewan as well. No liberals won any of the seats uh, from those two places. So together they decided, hey, well, not everyone, of course, um, but they're like, hey, yeah, well, let's make our own country. Wexit. Western exit, which somehow involves us because we're one of the we are the west most province in canada and we do not want to be part of that yeah they don't count i know but don't say west (laughs) don't involve us i know yeah that's not us (laughs) (laughs) a new thing yeah well what was the other hashtag today oh there was red nexit get it yeah and that's really it too right is that uh, i heard today that only 25 percent? because you can't this is the thing i want after this election we all should be coming together not blaming and not pointing fingers and look how dumb alberta is no it's like only 25 percent of any albertan even thinks that's remotely a good idea so a tiny little vocal minority right that's crying about it right now yeah that's it that's who wants to do this and you had mentioned that yesterday i was listening to the show you did and uh i think that was a really good point is yeah there is a, a big divide right now in Canada, and uh, instead of focusing on how we can separate each other, mm. let's focus on how we can get back together as a nation. And listen, okay, Alberta, you feel unheard? All right, well, let's talk about some things then. You yeah. know, let's you have to be clear message with your vote on Monday. Yeah, we we you know have to work all together as a country. That's what I'm about. Or alternatively, oh, the uh, completely other way. And guess what? Vancouver Island, we want to be our own country, too. Yeah. Want to split totally off. Everyone jump into the water, grab a mountain, and start kicking as hard as you can. Don't stop until we're out near Hawaii. Yeah, the island away. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is uh, losing their minds today online because, and I was quite surprised to see it as well show up in my uh, podcast feed like late last night. Oh. Edward Snowden, out of nowhere, gave a uh, interview to Joe Rogan on his podcast and um and it's pretty typical for a Joe Rogan podcast it's like 3 hours long everyone's making a big whoop about how it's 3 hours all of his podcasts are freaking 3 hours long it's insane the amount of time mm-hmm. but uh okay so i listened to it last night Jen mm-hmm. and i swear to god it was wild it's not an interview it's just snowden and like i guess he's lucid and he's coherent and everything but he just rambles and goes on these long, insane tangents wow. that are like incredible. And he's got a lot of just wild insight into how uh, surveillance works. And he's got all this insight into like all kind of the stuff that happened around 9 11 and mm. what the government knew ahead of time and all this. Like it's just wild. But I swear to God, it's just like, so this is the podcast goes like this Joe Rogan goes, Hey, are you there? Because it's like a, through an internet hookup, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's like all he says. And then Snowden talks for an hour. And then maybe Rogan pipes in and is like, wow, really? Is that what happened? And then he goes on for another hour. Like, Rogan's not even in it. What an easy interview. (laughs) (laughs) But, But, I mean, so it's wild to listen to a guy just Mm -hmm. talk for that long with that much information and a guy that's clearly been cooped up. Yeah, just like waiting for someone to turn on a mic for him. That was the moment that you heard. Wow. So, um. Was he, what what do you call a Joe Rogan fan? Is it Brogan? Rogan. Is he, is Edward Snowden a Brogan? He kind of talks about that too. He's just like, uh, he didn't really know who Rogan was or anything like that. Oh, he's just like, uh, oh yeah, but then he listened to the podcast he did with Bernie Sanders and he's like, oh, okay, this guy looks like a maniac, right? Bald head and this crazy like third eye logo. But then he's like, oh, okay, he's actually, 
ask good questions and is a thoughtful guy, I'll go on his podcast wow. and talk for three straight that's hours. Where he decided to do that? Yeah. So if you're interested in all that stuff, I mean, I'm not going to ever sit here and like recommend a Joe Rogan podcast to you. No one needs that. No one needs more Brogans in the world. But uh, that I did find a very interesting uh, talk to listen to because it's just Snowden the whole time. Wow. What you got there? A bun with a bunch of meat on it there, Jade? <laughs> I guess you call that? that a sandwich. I don't know. It just looks funny. There's like it's just a bologna on a Is that a big all bread. you have in there? No, uh, no, it's ham and cheese. And cheese. Ham there and we cheese. go. And some mustard I see ham. in there. What is this? Wartime? What are you eating ham for? <laughs> Try a pastrami. Yeah. How about some prosciutto over here? Oh, I love prosciutto. Yeah. You know what? Don't tell me what to do. Huh? You know what I really liked growing mm. up? Mortadella. It was like a, a classy bologna, you know? No. Did you think that? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. What I, that's how I saw it as a yeah. kid. It's like ethnic bologna, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can't eat that. Now it'll give you gout. Oh, we don't want that. Gabagool. <laughs> oh, I've got a special treat for you, Paul. Um, you know, my girl Shakira. Oh, she did a cover of Green Day's Basket Case for some reason. Yeah, for what reason? Um... I don't know. And I've been singing everything all at once. I'm a one of those. Is she performing in like an empty state fool. fair feel? Like, why is it, like it's clearly no live and no one in the crowd is impressed by this at all? Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Oh, let's keep it going. Yeah. Play it to the end so I can hear like two people go like this. It all keeps setting yeah. up. I think I'm. Oh, that's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think she had the vocal effect on that she was playing to an empty hall, but she's just in the studio with her producer. Oh, okay. I wonder if she's recording it for something. It makes it less but sad, that I guess. Makes me sad. Yeah. So that exists out there, and the whole time she's air guitaring. Oh, right no, on, no, right no. on. I love Shakira otherwise. I know, though. I love her too. Hips don't her lie. hips do not lie. No. Whatever, whenever, you know, I love her. I am thrown off. I know. I am shook. I know, I know. But you explained it to me because I want to tell you that this is wrong. Okay. Okay. I was looking at this Make like feel better. financial article. Yeah. About uh, millennials and how much money they have. Mm-hmm. And it said one in six millennials have $100,000 saved. And here's by how what, much. By what age? Millennial age. I don't know. When does it. 35? 35, 36, yeah. 100 grand? And then it goes into detail on how much money you should have at every age. A financial expert came uh, forward and said, here's a great formula to kind of live by when it comes to finances and how much money you should set aside okay. as you grow older. In your 20s, she says that you should aim to have 25% of your overall gross pay. 25% saved no. of your overall gross pay. Ridiculous. Does this person live in the middle of a field? I don't in know. In the middle of North America, like seriously out. on the Manitoba, uh, uh, Mon- Mon- Montana border. Like, come on. This Nobody is- can save 25%. Not on Vancouver uh, Island, uh, certainly. Unless you were given a big lump sum of cash. Oh, but sure. To if get you your live own rent money? free. Yeah, no, but you can't. Who puts aside 
in this market, in this mm-hmm. economy, who puts aside 25% of their puts, gross pay? Come on. Who puts aside any money at all? How does anyone get ahead as a young person in a, a place like this? Right. Um, by age 30, you should have the equivalent of your annual salary saved. So if you earn 50000 a year, well, you better have 50000 in your bank account for savings. <laughs> okay. So in your savings, mm-hmm. so once again, like this is very broad advice that I think doesn't really apply to like everyone. Like, okay, what if by the time I'm 30, maybe I don't have that much money sitting in a savings account, let's say, but – but, you know, I've invested in a home here and, and I've got that much sitting in equity. A lot of yeah. people like that's their best chance at really saving is shrimp and scave, get into a house or right. a piece of property and then use it as a big giant piggy bank. Yeah. I'm just kind of wondering right? what are the steps? Yeah. To get to that point um, is my is my main thing, which they don't dive too deeply into. But that's mm-hmm. just kind of like a rough outline. So maybe they're leaving out that. Yeah. You, you actually don't have a house. You don't have a car. Yeah. You live in the middle of the forest or the field <laughs> by yourself eating food, not just like eat the bark off the trees just live like that and then just save money however much you can yeah live like a jungle person listen this is bad advice i think for this mark i think you know what here's a couple of takeaways though make me feel better if you're you're feeling stressed by this article jen and anyone listening here's what to do just be thoughtful and mindful about your finances Mm -hmm. so 25 percent gross pay that's a lot i put aside 15 percent of my take home that feels pretty good, actually. Mm. And I got a little cute little number that goes quietly, slowly up, and that makes my tummy feel good when I look at it. That's nice. But that's it. I'm just being mindful about my finances. Like- and if you're thinking about it, you don't have to have – don't let anybody tell you a certain number by a certain age. That's ridiculous. But – if you're thinking about it, go talk to a financial advisor. Go to the bank. Talk to them. How much money? Here's my paycheck. What should I put aside? How can I save for a house? Okay. Just think about it. Okay. Instead of just like- Like taking my money and then putting it into a fire every but, day of my life. Yeah. Can I have chicken <laughs> wings with this? <laughs> what is that? Well, yeah. You should have a funeral party for yourself while you're still alive. We'll yeah. rent a coffin. They're easy to rent. You can go to like a Halloween store or something. And then I just we'll, have to act dead all night. And yeah. You guys we'll, just roast me. We'll prop it up in the corner and we'll have like a wake. Yeah. I, that's actually like my dream birthday party. Maybe next summer. That'd be sweet because then you don't got to talk to nobody at your own party either. Yeah. And just have them talk about me. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. You're well, invited to my funeral. Oh, birthday. are you kidding me? I'm going to be like the master of ceremonies and I'm going to arrange all your ex-boyfriends to come together and say a few words. Yeah, and that's all I it's want. It's going to be so great. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah you're oh, invited. It'll be a big public event. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. You wouldn't be- I know you shouldn't speak ill of the dead, but uh, boy, I got a few things <laughs> I'm going to say about you. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. Oh, is it like uh, windshield scraping season coming up then? Zero at night? I would say yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, get prepared yeah. for that. I still have yet to buy one of those scrapey boys. Oh. I think that's the proper term. It is. Um, since living in Victoria, because there's only like a few days of the year that we usually need them. Right. And I just use like a credit card. Oh, but don't do who that. Needs, who don't needs a credit do- card, you know? As an Ontario person born, mm-hmm. I have invested the $11 mm-hmm. in a good scrapey boy and... It makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, only a few days a year, but all the difference in the world. It's so satisfying. And then you look across the street and your dumb neighbor is out there with a credit card. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh, I broke my card. They're going to yes. have to call the bank and they're going to send me a new one. Uh, don't, uh, oh, my mortgage is going to bounce that, now. Okay. And then here's me. 
spin. We'll do a cool spin move. Oh, the brush scrape. Wow. Oh, wow. since we're okay, let's move snow on away. to swish, swish, swish. Oh, since we're on the topic and of it. Boy, do I feel cool. <laughs> and boy, do I feel cool. <laughs> Thanks for joining the PJ party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live two to six weekday afternoons on the Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud. I'm DJ Boitano. I'm Kirsten James. I'm Art Aronson. And I'm Paul Bacino. And the Zones Geek Out Podcast is where we get together each week and talk about geeky stuff like technology, movies, comics, TV, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and how much better Marvel is than DC. So much better. Come on, man. Captain America. Calm down, Art. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold or at thezone.fm slash geekoutpod. With new episodes each Friday, it's the Zone's Geek Out Podcast. Listen, please. Bye! Bye.